you take on the intelligence community they have six ways from sunday at getting back at you so even for a practical supposedly hard-nosed businessman he's being really dumb to do this ah uh, that's the lizard king chuck schumer warning president trump that he shouldn't mess with the intelligence community because they'll stab you in the eye and kill your children And a new report out shows that the intelligence community has been meddling in American elections for years and years now on behalf of the left, with the Communist Party voting John Brennan as the spearhead in 2016. He was also one of the hand grenades in the in the punch bowl in the 2020 election, corrupting our 2020 election. Keep in mind also that the Barack Obama-Joe Biden administration also corrupted the 2012 election, the re-election of Barack Obama, by using and abusing the Internal Revenue Service to target the political enemies of the left and the United States of America. You know, the Democrats, the left, I've been saying it for years, in the liberal-to-English translation dictionary, under the word power, uh, the first definition is something to be abused. And Barack Obama was an incredibly corrupt president who corrupted our country along lines of race. And he corrupted the FBI and the Justice Department. He corrupted the IRS. And now we learn that he corrupted the CIA with his Communist Party voting CIA director, John Brennan, to corrupt our presidential elections in 2012 and 2016 and in 2020. Other than that, they shouldn't be hanged from yard arms or anything like that. Again, we pay the CIA to corrupt presidential elections in third world hellholes, but these communists, they uh, turned the weapon around and used it against us. And John Brennan, who voted for Gus Hall, the Communist Party candidate for President of the United States was made CIA director by Barack Obama, who was mentored as a teen by Frank Marshall Davis, card-carrying member of the Communist Party. They also brought in proudly Van Jones, who self-described as a communist at the time, to the uh, Obama White House. Now he's a CNN voice, of course, because the left is here. The age of liberalism in America is gone. It's dead. It's over. This is the left. The left is corrupt. The left is the third world. I've been talking about this for years. The left, when the left takes over any country, that country becomes a third world country. We still have a first world economy, but we are uh, in so many ways effectively a third world country today thanks to Barack Obama and Frank Marshall Davis and Saul Alinsky, and John Penitentiary Face Brennan, and the gang of criminals that they run with. Now, Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi. You know, we've played audio for you in the past of Matt Taibbi saying, because they uh, attacked him and accused him of being a right-wing extremist when he started reporting real news about, you know, things that were inconvenient for the Democrat Party to have to explain. And Matt Taibbi, while being accused of being a right-wing extremist by the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, he had to come out and say, wait a minute, right-wing, I've never voted for a Republican in my life. I'm a, 
I'm not a conservative. I'm not a Republican. I'm certainly not a right winger. I'm Matt Taibbi. Everybody knows me to be what I am. And that is an ACLU liberal. And that's the way that Matt Taibbi self-describes. For me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a traditional sort of ACLU liberal. Like, I grew up in the news media. And uh, what offends me about this story is that it's just not true. Like- yeah, that I'm some kind of a right-wing extra because I'm reporting the news. And, and they don't want the news reported. They want total information dominance, as communist parties have in communist China, as Putin has in Putin's Russia. He's a commie, uh, although the New York Times called him a conservative once. And he's a KGB colonel and a killer who murders reporters in their apartment buildings when they dare to report the truth about him. We're not quite there yet, as far as we know. Ask Vince Foster. Well, let me get to the New York Post story on this. I shared, because it's very important, I shared the uh, the story written on Substack under their public headline, CIA had foreign allies spy on Trump team triggering Russia collusion hoax. Sources say, and it's Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, writing the story. The New York Post picks it up. CIA and foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeted 26 Trump associates before 2016 election and the 2016 Russia collusion claims. This is remarkable stuff. This is gigantic. And we have a news media that wouldn't touch it if they had a 10-foot pole. That's a a Mae West joke in there. Um, Victor Nava writing the story in the New York Post. The U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election, which triggered the allegations that the former president's campaign had been colluding with Russia, according to a report. Former CIA director John Brennan identified and presented the targets, the Trump circle, basically his entire political circle of 26 people. He's not a longtime political hand. In 2015, 2016, he was just trying to find a few people to help him run for president. And the corrupt Communist Party voting CIA director, thanks to Barack Obama, John Brennan identified and presented the targets, that's the word targets, to the U.S. is intelligence sharing partners in the so-called Five Eyes agencies, the intelligence gathering organizations in the United Kingdom, in addition to the United States, in Canada, in Australia, and in New Zealand, according to a report published by Michael Schellenberger on Publix Substack. The report by independent journalists Michael Schellenberger, Matt Taibbi, and Alex Gutentag has not been confirmed independently by the New York Post. They cite, but they're rock-solid and, you know, uh, self-identified left-wing reporters. But there are still a couple of those left that like the truth. They cite multiple unnamed sources, including sources close to the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, led by Representative Mike Turner, a Republican from Ohio. The Democrats would bury this whole story in a shallow grave if they were still in charge of the House of Representatives. Turner's office did not respond to a Washington, excuse me, a New York Post request for comment. However, 
The U.S. intelligence community had identified the 26 Trump associates as people to bump or make contact with, manipulate, one source told the outlet. In spy speak, bumping is when a reason is manufactured to meet with a target of interest in order to develop a relationship that could lead to intelligence. They were targets of our own intelligence community and law enforcement, targets for collection and misinformation, the source said. Britain's government communications headquarters intelligence apparatus, naturally known as GCHQ, it's GCHQ, you got to have an abbreviation for everything, was making contacts with Trump associates as early as March of 2016 because they had been recruited by the communist John Brennan, head of the CIA, a corrupt individual. That's why he's known as penitentiary face. They were making contacts and bumping Trump people going back to March 2016, a source told the outlet. They were sending people around the UK, Australia, Italy, the Mossad, in Italy, the MI6, that's Britain's foreign intelligence apparatus, their equivalent of the CIA, the MI6 was working at an intelligence school they had set up. A GCHQ uh, spokesperson told the outlet that claims it was asked to conduct wiretapping against then-president-elect are nonsense. Well, if you can't trust them... Right now, who can you trust? Intelligence related to the alleged surveillance efforts is housed in a 10-inch binder, 10-inch binder, according to the outlet, which Trump, 77 years old, ordered to be declassified at the end of his presidency and could contain evidence that multiple U.S. intelligence officials broke laws against spying and election interference. Again, Barack Obama's IRS, remember Lois Lerner, laughing at the Congress and scoffing at the, yeah, sure, we use the IRS against Barack Obama's political enemies, kept him on the sidelines on the lead-up to his re-election. But that's not a problem because the left is in charge. They're not liberals. In 2016, we now know the CIA, John Brennan, Barack Obama, and enlisted the five eyes, foreign intelligence agencies, to target President Trump's Entire circle, really, because the number of people that we're talking about here is everybody pretty much that he had working with him. Remember George Papadopoulos, 26 Trump associates. George Papadopoulos went to Britain where uh, he was contacted by an Australian embassy person at a bar and collected some fake intelligence, which Papadopoulos has denied. And it turns out that that Australian intelligence official had ties to the Clintons. You remember this? They had ties. This guy had ties to the Clintons. And uh, now they've got the Mossad in Italy. They've got MI6. They've got the UK, Australia. Uh, Just amazing. Italy. And, oh, that's nonsense. Well, you know, uh, we're going to have to waterboard you to get the truth out of you, I think. Let's kidnap him and bring him to Gitmo. Intelligence related to the alleged surveillance efforts and the 10-inch binder that Trump declassified. Gosh, was that scooped up by the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago to take it out of circulation? The whereabouts of the alleged thick binder, unknown, of course. The Trump campaign and the CIA did not respond to the New York Post's request for comment. 
gee, the CIA didn't respond, warrantless surveillance of U.S. persons is specifically prohibited by U.S. law. you got to have a FISA warrant, right? But we know that the Justice Department under Obama lied to the FISA courts. We know that James Comey lied to the FISA courts. We believe that John Brennan, CIA director, also had to sign off on the lie to the FISA courts. They lied that Hillary Clinton's, they call it a dossier, it's her opposition research, it was not legitimate intelligence, it was propaganda, and there are people that belong in prison for this. They deserve to be in prison. They got these illegal FISA warrants that was discovered during a previous special counsel investigation, but consequence-free, pay no attention to that, there are no repercussions. Former FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith was sentenced to probation in 2021 after he admitted that he falsified documents, he falsified an email to renew a wiretap against former Trump campaign advisor Carter Page. Carter Page, isn't Carter Page the Naval Academy grad, great American patriot? Um, I uh, tell you, Naval officer. Page had been wiretapped after intelligence sources suspected he might have been targeted by Russian spies. I'm sorry, the intelligence sources suspected that, and that turned out to be false. That was a lie. They were lying to the FISA courts, the most secretive court. We don't even know who the judges are in the FISA court. The wiretap, which is approved by the secret Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, Surveillance Court, that's the FISA court, was renewed several times after it was first granted based on lies. Last March, Special Counsel John Durham concluded the FBI investigation of Trump's alleged collusion with Russia was, quote, seriously flawed, end quote, and had no basis in evidence after a four-year review of the probe. An ever-expanding probe? In response, the FBI said it had implemented dozens of corrective actions. That's the government way of admitting that they lied, cheated, and corrupted. And, oh, we've uh, taken corrective action. Don't believe them for a second. Don't believe them for one moment. Since the improper probe of uh, 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 improper Trump probe and that the missteps identified in the report could have been prevented had the reforms been in place in 2016, you knew you were corrupt, you knew you were criminals, you knew you were corrupting the presidential election, you knew it at the time. In 2022, Taibbi and Schellenberger were involved in publishing the Twitter files, the expose, you remember this? And this is when they were accused of being right-wing moles, right? Which detailed how the social media giant's previous management team sought to silence controversial voices and suppress news items such as the New York Post reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop. You may remember that the FBI was very directly involved in that too, getting on the phone with Facebook and Twitter, just nudging them to not allow people to share the true reports about the corrupt Biden family. We got an update on the corrupt Biden family today too because Tony Bobulinski testified on Capitol Hill yesterday. Then the intelligence community, including John Brennan and the letters signed by 51 corrupt intelligence liars, corrupted the 2020 election. All right, so inside the machine, the deep state, if you will, the permanent bureaucracy, corrupted the 2012 presidential election, the 2016 presidential election, and the 2020 presidential election in the United States of America 
and there have been no consequences for anyone. It's now 2024. Welcome to America with the left in charge. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. And I have uh, audio that I wish to share with you uh, this morning as well having to uh, do with this this story of extraordinary corruption uh, in the machine. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm also, uh, on the Chris Plant store on Al Gore's Amazing Internet, we have Department of Deep State t-shirts and coffee mugs and hats, maybe hats too, with the uh, State Department logo, but it's the Department of Deep State. You could be sitting there with State Department officials, the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, not a very bright man, and they wouldn't even notice that it says the Department of Deep State on it rather than the Department of State. It's, uh, it's great stuff, the T-shirt and the coffee mug at the Chris Plant store. And a lot more fun stuff for yourself and, you know, as uh, gifts for people that are on America's side and as mock gifts for left-wing radicals that would, you know, kill the whole country with a uh, bullet to the head given the opportunity. But I do have Michael Schellenberger, who was on the television last night, uh, one of the authors, one of the reporters on this story, how dare he? And uh, this is a story that the corrupt news media will bury rather than pursuing because so many of them are not journalists at all. They're fluffers for the Democrat Party. They give each other chapstick on Christmas. It's their only observation of Christmas. So the Obama White House and the IRS corrupted the 2012 election, abusing the IRS the Obama administration and the corrupt CIA abused their power and corrupted the election, the presidential election of 2016. And the same cast of characters in the intelligence community corrupted the 2020 election. So at what point are we officially a third world banana eating republic? How many presidential elections have to be corrupted by our own intelligence apparatus and a corrupt president of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama, who bombed more countries than any president since World War II and got the Nobel Peace Prize, kind of amazing, who said that he had the power to slow the rise of the oceans and the crowd went wild. They have unionized the mentally ill. And they've got the mentally ill vote locked up, don't they? And the criminal vote. They've got the criminal vote locked up. God, they love criminals. So another story about St. Louis today. Down hundreds and hundreds of police officers, skyrocketing crime. Uh, and uh, nobody can do anything about it because the left is in charge. And they get more murders. I honestly think they invest in gun manufacturers, ammo, ammunition manufacturers, and casket makers. And then they pass the laws that they pass. And they get rich off of the murders. How else do you explain it? 
Uh, I have Michael Schellenberger audio that I, one of the authors, one of the journalists on this story that I want to share with you in just a moment. Let me first go to a, uh, a television, excuse me, let, let me go, um, we've got all this mayhem going on in Washington, D.C. now, too. But let me go to a, uh, let's go to a caller, let's go to Dave, calling from Silver Spring, Maryland. Dave, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. Uh, in, in, in 1980, uh, I graduated from Fordham University up in the Bronx, and I was talking to a buddy of mine a little while back, uh, a few years ago, who graduated with me, and he said, you know, John Brennan graduated from Fordham in 1977. I said, I, I didn't know that. He goes, he says, yes, and from everybody that I've met who's told me, nobody liked him back then either. <laughs> that really doesn't come as a surprise, does it? I uh, no, it's, it's no surprise. <laughs> you know, he's penitentiary face Brennan. He's uh, you know he's not he's not a good man. He's not an honest man. He's not a truthful man. He's a communist for one thing. Do you know uh, anybody, Dave, that voted that has ever voted for the Communist Party candidate for president of the United States? No, no, I, I wouldn't associate with those people. That's. Uh, I, you know, what's wrong with these people? Don't they understand that with all our faults, we've still done as a country more good worldwide than any other country. Conservatism is the greatest form of government there is because we conserve a man's original state of freedom and liberty. That's what we fight for, is for man to live in his original state of liberty and freedom to, to, to have, uh, uh, you know, peace, harmony, uh, uh, enjoy life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And, and there is no other government, communism or anything else, and you can listen to these idiots who say stuff like conservative, compassionate conservatism. There's no such thing. Conservatism is the most compassionate form of government there is. And people who, who, who don't understand that, they just, they don't... Let me put it this way. Any good and decent person is a conservative. Now, they may, they may be a liberal or they may be a traditionalist. But conservatives, the opposite of conservatism is tyranny. And any good person will support liberty and freedom to, to live your life as you want. And people like John Brennan, they don't support that. They don't want us to be free. They want us to be under their thumb. And I have no use for people like that. But I got a quick question for you, Chris. Sure. Do you think the 14th and 25th Amendments were written to keep Democrats out of office? <laughs> you know, I'd have to go review. <laughs> uh, I I like the uh, I, I like the question. It's a fun question. 25th Amendment, of course, the removal of the uh, of the President of the United States. 14th Amendment, uh, just after the Civil War when uh, the Democrats were, of course, the Confederate States of America, uh, and they uh, wanted to hang on to slavery, and a lot of them wanted to keep the Civil War going. And one of them shot Abraham Lincoln in the head and killed him while he was minding his own business at the Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. Uh, you know, there was a lot of hostility after the, uh, the Civil War, and amending the Constitution, kind of a big deal. Um, although it has been done a bunch of times, but it's a very interesting, a very interesting question you raise. Um, and, and honestly, you know, the Democrats are, they just removed the reconciliation, uh, memorial from Arlington National Cemetery that went up in the early 20th century, uh, because we we're still struggling with the repercussions of the civil war that the Democrats inflicted on us. And they're still tearing down. Uh, the very idea, the symbols of reconciliation still being torn down by the Democrat Party. 
Um, it's not even the hard left. The mainstream Democrat Party is completely out of control. Uh, Chris, you've, you, you've said that the uh, Democrats have kind of modeled some of their behavior after the communists. Uh, blame the other guy for what you do. But I think it might be the opposite, because the Democrats have been around longer than the communists. And if you recall, uh, the uh, Democrats fired on Fort Sumter, started the Civil War, and immediately started calling it the Great War of Northern Aggression. Yep. So it's, they've been doing this really forever. Oh, that's it's, fun. Uh, oh, that's fun. That's very good. Very well said. I like that. That's great. Yeah, yeah they shoot at you and then accuse you of being the aggressor. Right. And then, and then Magdalen and Hitler love the work of Margaret Sanger, who they just recently gave the award to Hillary for, the Margaret Sanger Award for all of her, you, you know, eugenics and, and, and murder and wiping out races. So, you know, I think, uh, I think people copy that. I think evil people have been copying the Democrat Party for a while. Very interesting. Very good thinking. I, I love that. That is, that is great stuff, Dave. Uh, that's wonderful stuff. And and really, I think you just hit it out of the park. I think that's good stuff. You've been thinking that's about true. that, haven't you? You've been noodling on that. I, I have been noodling on that. That's and good. It bothers me. So, well, it's right. To, you know, it's right that it bothers you. Uh, this is disturbing stuff. We're watching. We're we're in the midst of a very troubling era in history, not just American history, but world history, and it's because the United States has. Under the left, I really believe, starting with Barack Obama in earnest, we have stopped playing the role that the United States has played at least since the Pax Americana in 1945 when we uh, saved the world from the Socialist Workers Party of Adolf Hitler, smashing them. My my father helped in that effort and uh, holding the Soviet communist bear at bay until their collapse. But we're still dealing with the... You know, the repercussions of that because Vlad the Impaler Putin, the KGB colonel, is in charge of Russia now and the attack on Ukraine and and on and on. Uh, You know, in the Democrat part, there's another story out today, as a matter of fact, that um, that there was a uh, an offer by Putin uh, to Biden to end the Ukraine war. And uh, here's the headline. Joe Biden rejected proposal from Vladimir Putin to halt the war in Ukraine. They keep talking about a, you know, a ceasefire in the Gaza, right? Because they want to protect Hamas and they're they're on the side of Hamas, the Democrats. And, you know, in this big 90-something billion dollar spending bill, there are billions for Hamas, for the Gaza, because the left is not on the side of civilization and they're not on the side of the United States. They're not on the side of capitalism. Uh, They're not on the side of good. They're on the side of evil. Uh, just, um, you know, just a couple of minor points and, uh, Dave, great call. I thank you. I thank you for the call and for your, for your wonderful thoughts. Good stuff. Thanks, Dave. Now the gateway pundit today, since I just mentioned it, Joe Biden rejected proposal from Vladimir Putin to halt the war in Ukraine. Uh, and keep in mind the plant plan for peace in the middle East. And that is the total and unconditional surrender of Hamas, the total to Israel and to civilization and to the world and release all the hostages. All right. And then you're going to have your stinking ceasefire. In the meantime, watch your head becomes, because here comes another smart bomb onto stupid people's heads. You're, you're criminals, you're mass murderers, you're blood sopped murderers and lunatics, kidnappers, torturers, and rapists. 
and you're in charge of an area the Gaza is more than twice the size of Washington, D.C., has more than 25 miles of Mediterranean beachfront property, and you don't deserve such nice real estate when you're going to be savages. But let's get back to Joe Biden may have missed an opportunity to potentially end the horrific conflict between Ukraine and Russia by outright dismissing one of the combatants' peace proposals. If true, that's what James Clyburn says, right, if true, if true, this would mark yet another catastrophic foreign policy failure by the disastrous, terrible, horrible, demented President Joe Biden. I added the last few words to the Gateway Pundit story. Reuters, the Reuters news agency, reported on Tuesday that Russian President Vladimir Putin signaled to Washington in 2023 in public and privately through intermediaries that he was ready to open, uh, ready and open uh, to a ceasefire in Ukraine. Putin's proposal was to freeze the war uh, along current lines at the time, which included territory gained by Russia. All right, we'll just keep this little piece of Ukraine that we have occupied, but we'll stop the war. And uh, Putin, um, you know, here's an offer. It's on the table. And we didn't even hear about it in the United States. I follow the news. Joe Biden didn't talk about it. Joe Biden didn't. We got this uh, idiot Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, nothing from him. By the way, who's in charge of negotiating the peace in Ukraine? Oh, yeah, nobody. And then they bragged to us. We've already given them, I think, $113 billion, another more than $60 billion in this latest Senate bill. And they bragged to us, oh, don't worry about it. More than 90% of it never even leaves the U.S. It just goes right to arms contractors in the United States, the military-industrial complex. Thank you, Joe Biden. And the munitions go over there to kill hundreds of thousands of Russians. They have no regard for human life. Uh, in Ukraine, in Russia, any place else. The left has killed more people in the last hundred years than any gang of murderers in the history of the world, of course. But it's a Reuters news report that uh, the offer was on the table. We didn't hear a peep, right? Sources told Reuters that this approach from Putin offered what some Kremlin figures saw as the best hope for some form of peace, But Biden and his regime rejected the proposal without countering at all. No negotiations. Now, again, as Robert Gates said, former Secretary of Defense, among other things, Joe Biden has been wrong about every major foreign policy decision for more than 40 years. And now he's president. There's no reason to think that he wouldn't continue to be wrong. You want to end the war or you just want to keep funding the military industrial complex? Joe Biden chose B. You want to save lives? or buy munitions. Joe Biden chose B. Another Russian source explained that the regime insisted on involving Ukraine in any discussion regarding a possible ceasefire. This immovable position caused the talks to collapse completely. So uh, there you go. There was, and it's Reuters, the Reuters news agency, reporting on this potential breakthrough, which was not taken up by the Biden regime, who is the best friend of the military-industrial complex, but not the best friend of human life. All right, now let's go to the back to the corruption. Let's go to Michael Schellenberger, soundbite number three, on his story, broken on Substack, about, um, well, corruption and corrupting the 2016 election. 
when penitentiary faced Brennan and Barack Hussein Obama, the corrupt president, targeted 26 political enemies of the Obama regime and corrupt John Brennan brought in intelligence agencies from four other countries to target 26 Trump aides, which they did, and all of it was a lie about Russian collusion. Michael Schellenberger. This was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA, that they asked the so-called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies, that's the other English-speaking nations, including Britain and Australia, to spy on 26 Trump associates, or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. And uh, why would that be a problem? Um, uh, Corrupting another presidential election on behalf of the Democrat Party, Michael Schellenberger. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, We feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. It's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference. Election interference, tampering in U.S. elections. We, you know, you want to tamper an election in uh, Bolivia uh, or in Iran, uh, by all means. But the United States, three presidential elections and alone uh, in a row corrupted by Barack Obama and his army of commie leftists. If this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government, initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the Durham investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. And it may be if the FBI then went to go get it in order to continue the cover-up of this information, that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this. The FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, was that to go in and get the binder that would prove the corruption of the Obama administration and the Brennan CIA in stealing a presidential election? Michael Schellenberger. This is a huge, huge story. I mean, I can't, I've been thinking about it in the history of the United States of America. Have we ever had something like this where the intelligence community was weaponized against a political candidate? And, weapon, and using our foreign allies to do it, I, I can't think of a more important or dramatic story. Nor can I. We know that the criminal uh, Barack Obama used the IRS and Lois Lerner, another criminal who got away with it, used the IRS to target patriot groups and Tea Party groups to sideline them for the 2012 election of Barack Obama, the re-election. Then putting a communist and communist voter, John Brennan, in charge of the CIA, recruiting the five eyes to target the political enemies of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton in that election, ginned up a fake story about Russian collusion. It was a giant criminal lie. And then John Brennan and the rest of them corrupting the 2020 election. And polls show that had the intelligence community in the U.S. not lied about the New York Post story and stories about the Hunter Biden laptop, it could have moved enough votes to have Trump win the election again in 2020. But instead, we've got the zombie in the White House. We live in a very corrupt country.
I'm learning more and more as I go here, being contacted people that were bumped by foreign intelligence. By the way, using bringing in foreign intelligence as a way of getting around U.S. law. You circumvent U.S. laws. U.S. intelligence can't spy on Americans without uh, FISA warrants, but you can recruit foreigners to do it and then feed the information back to you. John Brennan is a criminal and belongs in a penitentiary. Uh, let's go to Jay calling from Arlington, Virginia. You can call me Jay. You're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Thanks for what you do. In somewhere around 2016, during the campaign, Secretary Clinton was reported to have said something along the lines, if Trump wins, we'll all hang. I don't know whether that was true or not, but I think it certainly summarizes what I think drives these people. Unlike most happenings in D.C. where there are no coincidences and it is driven by power, this, I think, has been so irrational and with such an element of urgency and panic from 2012 IRS to Mrs. Clinton's first shredding party in the basement of the State Department to impeaching Trump for a phone call to uh, the Ukraine to raiding Mar-a-Lago to try and find that 10-inch binder. There's been an urgency and a panic that can only be driven by something even more fundamental than power. And that one and only thing is survival, or the 50-cent word would be existential. Uh, I think that explains why many of the things they have done are completely irrational, completely against democracy, um, completely against everything that America is. is the, these people are fighting for their very survival. And I think Schellenberg or Schellenbach and Taibbi have stumbled onto it, and it needs to be driven all the way to the end. Yes, it does. You're 100% right, Jay. And, you know, they will not receive any Lucite blocks or golden statuettes for their reporting either. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.